0: Hello, welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host Ryan McCreary and today I'm going to be recapping week 10 of the college football season as well as week 9 of the NFL season usually I do do these recaps in separate episodes but I'm gonna be doing them on this in the same podcast episode this week. Uh, I'm just a little bit busy this week so I, I, I really have to do it this way um, and then uh, besides that I'm also going to be talking about the college basketball season because that starts tonight so I'm really excited about that. I'm gonna talk about some of the biggest games that are that are happening tonight which is opening night for the college basketball season. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we got planned for today's episode. Let's go ahead and get started recapping Week 10 of the college football season. So, And these are just all the games that involve top 25 teams. So, starting off with the games on Saturday, Georgia played Missouri... At home, I actually watched a little bit of this game. Um, and in the beginning of this game, it it looked, it was really close. Missouri got out to a three nothing lead. Georgia's offense uh, had a slow start, but then they got things rolling. And, and Georgia ended up winning forty three to six at home. Their defense was incredible, and they just continued to steamroll everyone in their path. So they won forty three to six at home. Now they are nine and zero in the season. Next up we got Alabama LSU. Alabama beat LSU 20 to 14. I did not watch this game. Instead of watching this game, I went and saw Eternals in theaters. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm getting a little bit off track here, but Eternals was not a good movie in my opinion. I did not think it was good. I was very bored watching it, but that's a, a story for another time. Alabama beat LSU twenty to fourteen. This came down to the wire. It was really close in the fourth quarter. LSU actually had a chance to win this game in the end, uh, but they weren't able to score. They were inside Alabama's ten yard line. And down, down six points, and they weren't able to score. So, Alabama came away with a victory. A&M and Auburn played. This was a huge matchup in the SEC West. Because if Auburn were to win out, they, um, their matchup versus Alabama would be a winner-take-all for the SEC West. But that did not happen. And Texas A&M just absolutely dominated the Auburn Tigers. They won 20-3. Their defense was incredible. Bo Nix was awful for Auburn. And Bo Nix has been really, really good the last couple of weeks. I'm an Auburn fan, and for the last couple of years, I've been very critical of Bo Nix. I've talked about this on previous podcasts. I've just been very critical of him. I don't think he's played well for a majority majority of his career at Auburn. But he's played really well the last couple of weeks. And man, that all came crashing down against A&M. He was terrible. He wasn't throwing with anticipation. Um, He had some inaccurate throws. He had two fumbles in a row late in the fourth quarter. And one of them ended up being a scoop and score for A&M. And that sealed the game. So, Bo Bo Nix had a deep ball early in the game that he missed on, which would have been a touchdown. So, a rough performance for him. And a rough performance overall by Auburn's offense. Now, Auburn's defense was really good they only gave up 14 points to their offense so Auburn's defense played extremely well but A&M's defense they they just completely locked down Auburn's offense and they came away with a big victory and now A&M has a legitimate shot to make the playoff. It's, their chances of making the playoff are low. They're very low, but they still have a shot. They just need Alabama to lose one more game in the regular season. And if that does happen, AM will make the SEC championship game because Texas A&M is 7-2 on the season. They have one win against Alabama. And if Alabama loses one of their last two games in th- this season... They, a And will end up going to the SEC championship game. So AM's playoff hopes are still alive with this victory. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't think I don't think they're going to make the SEC championship, but it could happen. Uh, Purdue, wow, this was crazy. Purdue ended up upsetting Michigan State at home. They won forty to twenty nine, beat Michigan State by eleven points. A huge double-digit win for Purdue at home. A brutal loss for Michigan State. Michigan State—they were ranked number three in the country, and they had a legit shot to make the playoff. I mean, they were already in the top four, um, and they were—they were top four in the first edition of the College Football Playoff rankings, and they had a a great path to make the playoff. Uh, They controlled their own destiny. But they lost this game against Purdue, brutal loss for them. This makes their their playoff path a lot harder. And it's hilarious how good Purdue is against top 10 opponents. I mean, Purdue is where ranked teams go to die. I mean, a few years ago, they beat Ohio State. They beat Iowa this year, who was the number two team in the country at the time. They just beat number three, Michigan State. The amount of quality wins on Purdue's resume is insane. So, shout out to Purdue. They've been incredible. They are the they are the playoff team killer. Uh, if you're ranked inside the top 10 and you have to play Purdue, just run. Like, immediately run. Run away. Because that, like I said, Purdue is where ranked teams go to die. And what's really funny is that Ohio State plays Purdue this weekend. So, we'll see if Purdue has another upset up their sleeves. Oregon beat Washington 26-16 on the road. Ohio State beat Nebraska 26-17. A tight victory for Ohio State. Their offense wasn't great in this game. Uh, Their defense was very solid, but they ended up winning by 9 points on the road. Cincinnati beat Tulsa 28-20. This game had a wild ending. It was a tight game uh, throughout the game. And then at the end, Cincinnati was kneeling, and they fumbled the ball on a kneel down. And Tulsa got the ball inside Cincinnati's 10-yard line. But Cincinnati's defense came through in the end. They got three straight goal line stops to secure the victory. And Cincinnati escaped with an 8-point victory at home. Cincinnati has not played that well the last couple of weeks. Um, So if they continue to be left out of the top four, I will not be surprised. They have to play better. They have to control games better if they want to make the top four because their strength of schedule isn't good. Now, I will say their strength of record is now in the top four, which is great for them. Um, But they just have not looked sharp the last couple of weeks. They need to start playing better if they want to make the playoff. Michigan beat Indiana 29-7 to at home. North Carolina upset Wake Forest at home 58-55. to Wake Forest was ranked 9th in the country, and they got upset by North Carolina. UNC came away, and this was a huge victory for them. Um, and what's really funny about this game is that although both of these teams are in the ACC, this was not a conference game because both of these teams are scheduled to play once every six years. But they didn't want to wait that long to play each other, so they scheduled some non conference games against each other in order to play, uh, you know, sooner than every six years. So this game was not a conference game, which is pretty wild. Uh, Wake Forest got out to a big lead in this game. It was really close in the beginning, it was close to halftime. Then Wake Forest got out to a big lead, but North Carolina came back and ended up winning in this huge shutout 58 to 55 big win for the Tar Heels, and a brutal loss for Wake Forest. Wake Forest playoff chances are probably dead after this loss. They were undefeated, but their strength of schedule was really, really bad, and it wasn't ever going to improve. They were not going to have a quality win on their resume. So this loss pretty much kills any chance they had at making the playoff. Notre Dame beat Navy 34-6. Big win for Notre Dame. Um, I know Navy isn't good. They're 2-7 on the season. But Navy has done a good job of keeping games close this season due to the nature of their offense being so, so run-heavy. But Notre Dame won 1 by 28 points. So uh, congrats to Notre Dame. They're now 8-1 on the season. Oklahoma State beat West Virginia 24-3 on the road. Oklahoma State, they're continuing the roll. They're 8-1 on the season. Baylor... Who was having a really good year previous to this week? They lost to TCU 30 to 28. Big win for TCU, who just fired their head coach, Gary Patterson. Let me actually look. Um, I don't know if the firing was effective immediately. Let's see. I'm looking this up on my computer. Um Okay, yeah. So Gary Gary Patterson was fired effective immediately. So, TCU got a big upset victory over Baylor in their first game without uh, former head coach Gary Patterson. Huge win for TCU and a brutal loss for Baylor. Baylor actually plays Oklahoma this upcoming weekend, which is a huge matchup, um, a huge game for Oklahoma. Oklahoma can get a really, really big win on their resume, which they need because they don't have a ranked win. On their resume, uh, I know Texas was ranked when they played them, but they're not ranked anymore, or Texas isn't ranked anymore. And the way committee looks at quality wins or looks at top twenty-five wins, they look at how teams finish at the end of the year, which I don't like, uh, but that's how they do it. So right now, Oklahoma doesn't have a quality win on their resume, which is why they're ranked so low. But making it a big win this upcoming weekend against Baylor, we'll see how that plays out. But like I said. Congrats to TCU, getting a huge 30-28 victory over Baylor at home. BYU beat Idaho State, 59-14, huge win over a really poor opponent. Ole Miss and Liberty played in what was a huge game uh, for for NFL draft uh, nerds like me. I was very excited to watch this game. Ole Miss beat Liberty, 27-14. A bunch of scouts were there, uh, a bunch of teams sent scouts to this game to see, you know, Malik Willis and, and um, Matt Corral play. I know there were also there were some other players that they were looking out for, but the main attractions were Malik Willis and Matt Corral. Matt Corral played pretty well. Malik Willis did not. Malik Willis had a rough day, and Ole Miss won this game by 13 points, winning 27-14. to 14. So, shout-out to Ole Miss getting the big win at home. Arkansas upset Mississippi State at home. 31-28 to 28. Mississippi State was ranked 17th heading into this game uh, but Arkansas upset them by three points. They, uh, Mississippi State actually missed a field goal as time expired. Uh, they had a chance to tie the game and send it into overtime but they missed the field goal and Arkansas came away with the victory. Tennessee we got another upset here. Tennessee upset Kentucky 45-42 to 42 on the road in a wild shootout. Kentucky was ranked 18th heading into this matchup. But Tennessee came away away with a three-point victory on the road. NC State beat Florida State 28-14 on the road. Another upset here, Illinois beat Minnesota 14-6. Minnesota was ranked 20th coming into this game. But Illinois won in this very low-scoring game only 20 points Total were scored. Uh, Illinois coming away with a big victory. Illinois has a couple big upsets on their resume. Shout out to them. They're not having a great year. They're four and six on the season, but they've had some big wins against Penn State and now Minnesota. Wisconsin just absolutely dominated Rutgers on the road, 52 to three. Wisconsin is very is a very solid team. I know they're six and three on the season, but their three losses are all good losses, they don't have a bad loss on their resume, they've lost to Michigan, they've lost to Penn State, and they lost to Notre Dame. So, shout-out to Wisconsin. Uh, they're playing really well re- uh, as of late. The last couple of weeks, they've looked really strong, and they're playing really well right now. So, shout-out to them. Iowa beat Northwestern 17-12 to, 17 to 12 on the road. Another low-scoring game. And they ended up winning by five points. Iowa is now 72 on the season. Boise State upset Fresno State 40-14. to 14. Fresno State was ranked 23rd coming into this game, but Boise State beat them by thir- by 26 points. Huge blowout victory for Boise State. Uh, San Diego State beat Hawaii 17 to 10. A low scoring game here. San Diego State ranked 24th, got a victory here. Now they are eight and one on the season. And then to close things out, Pittsburgh beat Duke 54 to 29. Huge win for Pittsburgh. Uh, they won by. 20 by 25 points here uh they ended up covering here so shout out to Pittsburgh they're now 7 72 on the season we'll see where they are ranked uh tonight when the rankings are announced so those are all the scores from week nine of the college or sorry week 10 of the college football season I had a lot of upsets this week and we had a lot of good games next week is going to be crazy the the slate next week's slate is unbelievable um there are a lot of great games in week 11 um games like and here are some examples we got michigan penn state that'll be great oklahoma baylor is a huge matchup uh mississippi state auburn um let's see there's some other games purdue ohio state Uh, That's going to be a big matchup to keep our eyes on, considering what Purdue has done against ranked teams this season. Minnesota-Iowa, that's a ranked uh, matchup right now. We got A&M, Ole Miss, that'll be a lot of fun. Let's see, we got some more, we got another big game, right? NC State-Wake Forest, that's a big game, Um, and that's pretty much it, but we got some really big games. I think the biggest game being Oklahoma-Baylor, I can't wait for that game, that'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, so this upcoming weekend, well, there's going to be a lot of great games in college football. But let's move on and talk about Week 9 of the NFL season. Let's do these recaps. Starting on Thursday, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. to Big win for the Colts, winning by double digits at home. This was a very high-scoring game. Mike White started this game for the Jets. He ended up getting hurt. And uh, Josh Johnson came in and played really well. He made some nice throws. Had a nice day statistically. Jonathan Taylor played really well. Um, He was really good. Uh, So was Elijah Moore, the rookie out of Ole Miss. He played well, but the Colts, they were dominating the Jets for most of this game. But the Jets uh, started playing really well offensively, especially in the fourth quarter where they scored 14 points. But the Colts ended up winning by double digits. Then on Sunday, the Browns dominated the Bengals. 41-16, the Browns coming away with a huge victory. And the Bengals continue to struggle. They lost to the Jets last week. This week, they lost to the Browns. So, they're on a bit of a slide here. But, you know, shout out to the Browns for coming away with a huge blowout victory. Nick Chubb actually tested positive for COVID. I believe today. That might have been yesterday, but I'm pretty sure he tested positive today. Um, On Tuesday, the day I'm recording this. So he will miss this their upcoming game this week. Um, I don't know who they're playing, but he will not be appearing in that game. But shout out to the Browns coming away with a big victory here. The Broncos dominated the Cowboys on the road, winning thirty to sixteen. They played extremely well. I didn't watch this game. I heard that Dak Prescott had a really rough game, and from the numbers on this on my screen, it looks like it. He completed nineteen of thirty nine passes. For 232 yards, 5.9 yards per attempt, 2 touchdowns, 1 pick, 2 sacks, had a QBR of 24.1 and a passer rating of 73.9. Looks like he got outplayed by Teddy Bridgewater who had who completed 19 of 28 passes for 229 yards, 8.9 yards per attempt, 1 touchdown, 0 picks, 4 sacks, but he had a QBR of 64.8 and a passer rating of 107.6. Shout-out to the Broncos, and shout-out to Teddy Bridgewater. Also, shout-out to Javante Williams, the rookie running back out of North Carolina. He had 17 carries for 111 yards. did have a touchdown, but he averaged 6.5 yards per carry. He was incredible in this game. So, shout-out to the, to the Broncos for getting a big win over the Dallas Cowboys. They just dominated them, and I did not expect this whatsoever. Moving on, the Dolphins beat the Texans 17-9. Um, I didn't watch this game, but shout-out to the Dolphins. You know, they won the matchup between two of the worst teams in the NFL. Shout-out to the Dolphins. The Falcons upset the Saints um, on the road. They beat them 27-25. to 25. They came away with a victory after a game-winning field goal from Young-Way Koo. Shout-out to Young-Way Koo. I'm a Falcons fan. I love my guy Young-Way Koo. He's awesome. Matt Ryan played well in this game, and he continues to play well. So did Cordero Patterson, who had six catches for 126 yards. He was fantastic in this game. And the Falcons, they just keep on keep on winning winning games. They're 4-4 in the season. And although they are 500, they're in the wild card right now, which sucks because I want them to lose. I want them to, you know, rebuild. Uh, but they're not, and they keep on winning games, which is unfortunate for me, but hey, um, I, li- I like to see Matt Ryan play well, and shout out to this team, they won't quit, they keep on fighting, and they're winning games, so shout out to them, the Giants beat the Raiders at home 23-16, to this comes after a very difficult week for the Raiders, in which Henry Ruggs um, got arrested, um, and he's been charged with a DU- DUI leading uh, to the death of another human being, after he... he-, he- got into a, a massive car accident in which he was um, under the influence. The other person involved in the accident ended up dying, as did their dog, who was trapped in the car with them. Um, and now Henry Ruggs faces a char- faces a felony, which could put him in jail for many, many years. His career in the NFL is likely over. Um, the Raiders also had to deal with Damon Arnett. A video came out in which he was... Uh, waving around the, a gun threatening to kill people he has since been cut so this has been a very difficult week for the Raiders and their fans and their in their sorry for the Raiders you know obviously their fans uh, most importantly their players and you know I just gotta say I already I talked about this on my last on the last episode of my podcast I just want to say once again prayers up to the to the victim's family who died in the car accident I hope they're doing well, and I hope, you know, that they have found peace in this difficult time. Uh, But, yeah, the Giants ended up beating the Raiders 23-16 at home. Big win for the Giants, um, who were underdogs in this game, but they won. The Patriots beat the Panthers 24-6. They dominated the Panthers. The Panthers continue to struggle, um, as does Sam Darnold, who had three interceptions in this game. Sam Darnold has been terrible, which, surprise, surprise, the guy who has been the worst starting quarterback in the NFL over the last three years continues to be bad. What a surprise. Um, the Patriots, their defense played extremely well in this game, and they dominated dominated the Panthers, um, and they ended up winning by 18 points on the road. Big win for the Patriots. And a huge upset here. The Jaguars beat the Bills 9-6 at home. Not a, not a great showing for either offense, but a big win for the Jaguars. What a crazy win for them. Uh, They're 2-6 and six on the season. Uh, but who would have thought that they would beat the Bills at home? Um, they did, and they didn't even score a touchdown. They kicked three field goals to beat the Bills. That's crazy. Uh, there were no touchdowns in this game. Uh, for either team, uh, and the Jaguars came away with a three-point victory. Shout out to the Jags, uh, getting a huge victory at home. Uh, the Ravens they beat the Vikings 34 to 31 in overtime at home. The Vikings were killing them early, but they came back and ended up winning in overtime. Shout out to the Ravens. They are now six and two on the season, and they are one of the top teams in the AFC. Shout out to them, and shout out to Lamar Jackson. Um, who has been probably the biggest reason why uh, they are 6-2 right now, uh, despite having all their injuries that they've been dealing with. Shout-out to the Ravens. Huge win at home, especially considering what the score was lo- looking like early in this game. The Chargers beat the Eagles on the road 27-24. It was close, but that was to be expected. They were only favored by three points. They didn't cover, but they did push. Shout-out to the Chargers. And then the Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7. to the Chiefs' offense looks worse and worse um, as the season moves, moves along. Their offense looks terrible. Their defense looks terrible. Um, and the only reason why they won this game is because the Packers were rolling with Jordan Love at quarterback since Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19. Jordan Love wasn't bad. By any means, he wasn't terrible. Wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. Uh, But the Packers offense just couldn't score enough points. They only scored 7 points. um, And and although the Chiefs only scored 13 points, the Packers offense just wasn't good enough uh, to beat them. So, shout out to the Chiefs for winning despite only scoring 13 points. The Cardinals, who were without uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins upset the 49ers on the road, 31-17, they beat the 49ers by 14 points, and the 49ers are looking rough right now, they are looking terrible, and I gotta say, I've seen people saying this on Twitter, and you know what, I don't disagree, Kyle Shanahan might get fired after this season, they look terrible. Um, this was a loss they could not afford. I mean, I don't know how you lose to the Cardinals at home when they are missing their their star quarterback, Kyler Murray, and their number one receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. And they didn't just lose, they got dominated. So a rough loss for the 49ers, but shout out to the Cardinals. Shout out to Colt McGoy who stepped in, played really well for the Cardinals. This was just a brutal loss for the 49ers, but a a wonderful performance uh, from the Cardinals. who played extremely well on both defense and offense, and Colt McCoy just, he he came in and, you know, next man up mentality, came in and played extremely well, so shout out to him uh, for leading the Cardinals to a big victory on the road. Then on Sunday night, the Titans and Rams played, and the Titans I don't know what's gotten into them, but they are on a roll right now. They beat the Rams 28-16. to Matthew Stafford did not play well. And Matthew Stafford was so bad that coming into this game, he had a QBR around 77. No one else in the league had a QBR of 70. And after this game, he had a QBR of 69. So he was so bad in this game. That his QBR went from around 77 to below 70. That's how awful he was in this game. He had a lot of turnovers. Just didn't look good. The Titans got out to a big lead early, and they never surrendered it. Ended up winning by 22 points. Huge 28 to 16 victory for the Titans. They're playing extremely well. Uh, I think the Rams. The Rams are good. They just had some, you know, some some turnovers from Matthew Stafford that are unchar- uncharacteristic. These are things that are not normal for them. Um, but the Titans, they're continuing to play really, really well. Um, they were up 21-3 to at halftime in this game. Um, so shout out to the Titans. They played awesome, even with Derrick Henry out uh, due to a broken foot. Um, I'm really excited to see what the Titans look look like moving forward. Can they continue to play like this? We'll see. And last night on Monday Night Football, the Steelers played the Bears um, and they won 29-27. It was a close game. The Bears, um they were down by a decent amount at halftime. They were down 14-3. But the club back, Justin Fields, made some big-time throws. Fields was amazing in this game. Um, he, he made some big throws trying to get them back in this game. Um, and they were close. But the Steelers ended up... The Steelers actually, I think... I think they kicked the game-winning field goal. I might be wrong. I'm going to the play-by-play. To look. Um, let's see. No, I'm sorry. Uh yeah, they actually they did kick a game-winning field goal. It was tied twenty-six to twenty-six. They kicked the field goal to make it twenty-nine to twenty-seven. And then the Bears had one last possession, and they missed a field goal, um, which would have given them the lead and probably won the game. So the the Steelers escaped with a two-point victory in this game. Uh, there were some really, really controversial penalties at the end of this game. There was a there were a lot of rough in the passer penalties that were caught in favor of the Steelers um, that were not called in favor of the Bears. Apparently Fields was getting hit a lot and they weren't calling rough roughing the passer. There was also a taunting penalty caught on the Bears late in the game which really had a, a big influence on the final score in this game. And I'm not surprised. Officiating has been awful in the NFL this season. I know there were a lot of a lot of thing a lot of rule or a lot of changes um in the officiating, a lot of a lot of things they wanted to call that they haven't called previously, a lot of things that they put a, a, an emphasis on. And I get that, but the rules need to change, they've been really really lenient with or are really, really strict, I should say, with roughing the passer and this new taunting penalty. The new taunting penalty sucks. I mean, I get they're trying to protect the quarterback, so the roughing the passer penalty, although I don't like how strict they've been, I get the I get the penalty itself, but taunting sucks. This penalty is terrible. Um, you know, f- football is a game that involves a lot of intensity, a lot of passion. And, you know, guys are competing at a very high level, and when you're competing like this, um, there's going to be a lot of energy, a lot of intensity, like I said, and guys are going to get in get into each other's faces, and that's just that's just what happens when you're playing a game that involves this much intensity. Um, so I hate the taunting penalty, I think it sucks, I think taunting is absolutely fine, um, as long as it doesn't lead to a brawl, I think taunting is, um, 100% okay, and should be, um, should be, you know, not, not, I don't think we should be promoting taunting, but I think it should be just accepted, like, guys are gonna taunt, guys are gonna, you know, they're gonna celebrate, and sometimes they're gonna celebrate, um, in the faces of the opponents, and as long as you can control the... The outcome of that and make sure that it doesn't lead to a brawl, I think that's okay. And so I hate these taunting penalties. Um, And and it's not even like the rule, the penalty itself is objective. Like it's just based on what the officials feel is taunting. So it's subjective. And for that reason, I don't like the penalty. But yeah, so that's all the scores from week 9 of the NFL season. Um, this was a, a, a good week in the NFL, and I can't wait for next week. Now, to end the podcast, I want to talk about college basketball, which starts tonight. I am so excited for college basketball. I'm excited for it to be back. I'm excited to watch Auburn play tonight. I'm excited to watch um, some of the biggest games tonight. One being... Um, One thing, let's see, Kansas-Michigan State, that's one of the bigger games tonight. I'm excited to watch that. Kansas is favored by four and a half points. They are playing in New York. Um, Excuse me. They always have two games that are played in New York. That's one of them. And um, the other game is Kentucky-Duke. That is the biggest game played tonight. A lot of the games are big schools playing little schools. A lot of games have big spreads. But the two biggest games are Michigan State-Kansas and Kentucky-Duke. I am extremely excited for this Kentucky-Duke matchup. Um, there are a lot of big-time prospects in this game. Like, um. Pa- pa- let's see. Let me not mispronounce this guy's name. I want to make sure I get it right. Paolo, ba- Paolo is is it Paolo or Paulo? I'm going to say Paolo Bonchero, who is the... Let's look and see when he's ranked by 24/7 Sports. Um, he was the number the number two prospect in the country according to 24/7 Sports, number two behind um, set Holmgren who plays for Gonzaga. But we got Paolo Banchero who is having his his uh, collegiate debut tonight. We also are going to see A.J. Griffin who is a wing for Duke who is also having his debut. A lot of NFL draft. Uh, gurus um on Twitter really like AJ Griffin and have him at the top of their big boards or on top of their preseason big boards. So I'm excited to see AJ Griffin. Um, I'm excited to see Paulo Bonchero. Um, I'm excited to see college basketball. Uh, once again I'm excited to have college basketball back in my life. More basketball equals more happiness for me. So I'm excited to see these games tonight. Um, and I'll probably talk about them. On, a, on another podcast this week. But yeah, that's all I have to talk about today. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you want to see more content from me, you can check out my website at thewiresports.com. You can check out my YouTube channel, The Wire. Um, you can check out this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and if you want to hit me up on social media, you can contact me or find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Ryan theryanmccrary. That's the R-Y-A-N R A R Y. But yeah, that's all I have for you today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.